It's time for recipe of the day. If you're like me, Fridays are treat days and I have a treat of a sandwich for your dinner tonight. It is a crispy hot honey chicken sandwich, which sounds like maybe it's a little too indulgent, except that we're not frying this one. We are baking the chicken instead. It still gets crispy. I have the tips that get it crispy. And I'm also telling you my hot honey butter recipe as part of the sandwich recipe. And you're going to be making this condiment all the time because it is just ridiculous. For this chicken sandwich, we are using chicken cutlets, which you can get at the grocery store already as cutlets. They are taken from chicken breasts that are either sort of sliced in half horizontally and then pounded to an even thickness, or they're pounded and then cut. You can make your own, and I will link to how to make your own chicken cutlets if you want to do that, or you can buy them already done. Or if you don't want to use chicken breast, you can get boneless, skinless chicken thighs and then pound those thin. You need them like, you know, quarter of inch thick at most. And I'm going to say that I'm walking you through how to do this in the oven, but if you want to fry them, I told you last week about how I make my fried hot honey chicken. Like that's like its own chicken dinner kind of thing. You can totally use that fried chicken recipe here or actually right in the blog post recipe for this sandwich that I'm telling you about, there are instructions for how to do it in the air fryer. So if you're listening to me, I'm walking you through how to do it in the oven, but the link that I'm giving you for this sandwich also has the instructions for the air fryer. And you can also find the fried chicken on Cook the Story as well. So all the options are there. I will say I think I'm partial to the oven version because frying is always a bit of a pain and it's messy. The air fryer can only do at most two of the pieces of chicken at a time because they're these larger cutlets. And so it's only good if you're doing two. So the oven, I can do as many as I want. I can do for my family of four with leftovers even, bake eight of them. It's convenient and it does get crispy and it is delicious. So that is my preference. And that is actually what I'm telling you about. So that works out well. Okay, how do you make this recipe? You are preheating the oven to 450 degrees Fahrenheit, and then you're making the breading. I like to use a pie plate for this. It's like a shallow bowl, essentially, right? With a nice flat bottom, it's going to be easier to bread things in there. It's flat, and they're going to fit. So you're doing one cup of unseasoned panko breadcrumbs into that pie plate. The panko is nice and crispy, and that adds to the crispiness of the chicken after it's cooked. To that, you're adding two teaspoons of onion powder, one teaspoon of salt, one teaspoon of smoked paprika. If you don't have the smoked, you can use plain paprika, but I really love the smokiness in here. And then also one teaspoon of garlic powder and three tablespoons of cooking oil. That can be olive oil, vegetable oil, canola, grapeseed oil, whatever you like to cook with, avocado oil, any of those are going to work. And you're just going to keep stirring that for a bit until all the crumbs are coated in the oil. It's going to look like they don't want to mix it first, but eventually it's going to kind of take on the texture of sand, like coarse beach sand. And then you know it's done when it's all even like that. Then get out a separate pie plate or shallow bowl, crack an egg into there, and just beat it gently with a fork just to sort of break it up and have it evenly mixed. Then add the chicken cutlets one at a time to the egg first, turning to coat. I like to use a fork for that so that my hands aren't getting all dirty. And then go into the panko mixture with that chicken. Both sides, I tend to put one side and then flip it over and then take some extra crumbs in my hand and sort of sprinkle them over top and then push down. And then I'm pushing some crumbs onto the top and some crumbs underneath. And that tends to help them adhere better and get a thicker coating. You're going to do that with all four of those chicken pieces, transferring them to a sheet pan that's been lined with 
with parchment when you're done with each one. Now, quite often you will see for recipes that have breaded chicken that they go into the fridge for a while before you cook them, and that does help the coating adhere or stick on there. However, it also moistens the coating. That makes it less crispy. If you were going to be pan frying these, then it doesn't matter as much because the pan frying, the contact with the oil and that high heat, that's going to do some crisping and toasting of those crumbs. But we're going to the oven, which isn't going to have that same effect. So we don't want to add that dampness. We don't want to soften those crumbs there. The other reason to not do that is the panko is nice and crisp even before we've toasted it or cooked it in any way. But if we sit that touching the egg for a long time in the fridge, that's going to start to soften as well. And so we don't want to do that. We're using the panko because it's nice and crispy right at the beginning. And we want that crispiness to stay there right from the beginning to the very end, especially at the end when we're going to be eating it, right? Okay, so right after breading that chicken, it's going onto the pan. And then that is going into your 450 degree Fahrenheit oven just until the chicken is cooked through to 165 degrees Fahrenheit. You could check that on instant read thermometer or cut into one. It's nice and thin. So you're going to be able to tell. You go into a thick part. If it's not pink in the middle, it's done. It's going to take about 50 to 20 minutes. While that is cooking, you're going to make that honey butter in a small bowl. Mix together six tablespoons of softened butter, two tablespoons of liquid honey. For measuring the honey, get your tablespoon measurer and spray it lightly with cooking spray and then put the honey in and it will slip right out into your butter. Then also you're going in with a quarter teaspoon of cayenne pepper and a quarter teaspoon of salt and a quarter teaspoon of smoked paprika. Mix that all together. Taste it. Taste it a couple times. You're not going to be able to resist. I know you're going to taste it more than once. I do every single time. Then you can get your other toppings ready. So you want some iceberg lettuce. I've got it shredded here, but you can leave it as little leaves if you want. And then some dill pickle chips, slice dill pickles. If you already have them as chips, you bought them that way. Great. If they're whole pickles, you'll need to slice them. And then I always like to warm up the buns when I'm doing this kind of hot sandwich. It just makes such a difference, especially if they're toasted, but just warm makes a difference. So right before that chicken's done, or even after you've taken it out, put those buns in the microwave, or you can put them on a sheet pan into the oven for a moment. You can put them in the toaster, or you can even put them in the air fryer for a few minutes. Any of those things is going to work. And then onto the bottom of each of those buns, you're going to put a slice of Havarti cheese. It's going to help melt it because you're going to put the chicken on top of that. And if your bun's warm, then the cheese is sandwiched between warmth, right? And then onto that chicken that's just come out of the oven, you smear about a tablespoon and a half of that delicious, spicy, hot, creamy honey butter. And then that goes onto the cheese, like I said, and then you top that with your pickles and your lettuce and that top bun, put that all into plates, grab the rest of the honey butter and take it with you to the table, dig in and add more honey butter as you go. You're going to want to. It's so, so good. Okay, I will put the link to this recipe in the show notes for this podcast episode, or you can head to cookthestory.com slash ROTD and get it there. And don't forget that today is the last day to enter the Show Me Your Cookbook giveaway for a $100 Amazon gift card. Head over to my Instagram profile. I am at cookthestory over there, and you'll see the cookbook giveaway in my feed. Please enter. I want to see your cookbooks. I want to see how you use them or how nice you keep them. And I would just love it if somebody who listens to this show wins. That would make my day. I am Christine Pittman from cookthestory.com, thecookful.com, and from this podcast recipe of the day. I hope you have a wonderful day. Let's get cooking. <laughs> 